You are listening to Mommying While Muslim Podcast, where hosts Uzma and Zeba share their personal stories of mommying in a post-9-11 world. This podcast is designed with the Muslim American mom in mind, so grab a cup of coffee and pull up to their table. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Mommying While Muslim. This is Uzma Jaffrey. And this is Ava Hassan. And no, I did not dye my hair purple out of craziness um, during this quarantine. For some reason, my camera is just not working. So you are going to be dealing with Gem Zeba. It just is so glitchy, but this is what happens. Um, but I do look good in purple. So maybe I will be crazy and dye myself my hair during the quarantine. How was your week this week, Ozma? It was good. I've been mostly keeping a grip. Losing it a little bit, as you probably heard on my audio before we came on, mm-hmm. as a child came storming to the door to talk about how some work is impossible to do. And I kind of screamed, but then I like wagged my finger under the door. Go away. Um, lots of me time, lots of reading. Um, I'm still working, uh, trying to keep up with all of it. But, you know. I'm hanging in. How about you? What's going on? Same thing. Um, We are just dealing with um, distance learning snafus, which, um, you know, we're just one of the largest school districts in America, to be honest with you. There's 190,000 students trying to get logged onto a system that is just... It's just not working. Um, I'm feeling a little bit badly because at least I'm blessed in the sense that both my husband and I can work from home. So we're working with our kids independently, but I'm definitely feeling for the kids um, and the children and the families that can't do that. What is our soapbox for today, my dearest? We're just going to do a quick thought model review. We've alluded to this in a couple of episodes that we did, um, I believe, on Mom Guilt we did early on last year. So what's happening outside cannot control us. And I'm going to say that again. What's happening outside cannot control us. It is not controlling us right now. We can absolutely control our reaction to the fact of life, which is coronavirus right now. There's a pandemic. That's a fact. If you don't believe that there's a pandemic, then you should probably stop listening to us because we can't help you and we're probably not a good fit for you because, you know, we feel like we're very in touch with reality. Um, What we think about this quarantine Ramadan, this quarantine and this quarantine Ramadan is going to determine how we feel about it and then how we experience it. And most importantly, our kids experience about it. So let's make it awesome. If our thoughts are not going to give us the experience that we want, then we need to change our thoughts, right? And it's easier said than done. It takes a lot of practice to do thought model. So um, to get the experience we want, we rework the thoughts so that we get exactly the Ramadan of our dreams. Because I really think Ramadan 2020 can be the best Ramadan we've ever had. Is the psyching ourselves out? Yeah, that's why people psych themselves out. Like on the football field, on the basketball field, that's why you're like hitting your chest together and slapping butts and stuff. Because you're trying to psych yourself into a mindset of winning. And that's what we need to do. We need to like chest bump virtually from a six foot distance. We need to elbow, you know, high tens or high twos, whatever you can do with two elbows. Um, In a good and healthy way, we are trying to psych ourselves into the best Ramadan of our lives. So let's shift our mindset and work on that model. That's our soapbox for today. 
That is a good soapbox and I definitely appreciate it. And quite frankly, I am super excited because I can do Taravi prayers and do all those things because they're going to be done virtually. So to your point, perhaps it's going to bring a new demographic of people um, into the spirituality of Ramadan that couldn't um, necessarily join before. So I am, I am going to be excited or at least fake it till you make it like Brene Brown says or fake, fake it till you become it that's what I'm going to do so what I am <laughs> I am going to introduce our next our guest right now which you mentioned him you shared a YouTube link and I was just like oh my god we need to have this um, remarkable young man on our show and I was so excited that he agreed to be on the show today and we are joined today by Isa Albanali who is a 14 year old Muslim American expat in Granada, Spain. Um, and Uzma, like I said, subscribe to his YouTube channel um, where he has taken this like crazy cool initiative in creating something just for kids to help with quarantine boredom, social isolation, um, and kind of getting people reconnected to their faith. He is um, so accomplished and super creative. And I have to say his website, I think I might have to hire him so he can update our website. But Thank you so much for joining us today, Isa Albanali. We really, really appreciate you here on Mommy Wa Muslim. Thank you for having me on. So I guess I'm just going to kind of introduce myself. Um, so I'm the oldest of three. Um, I have two younger sisters. Uh, we live just outside uh, Boston, Massachusetts. But um, in August of 2019, we moved to Granada, Spain for a year. Um, just to learn Spanish and um, just to live abroad for a year, really. Um, so we live in a small town uh, just called Albaicín, and it's like a very historical area, um, especially with like the Muslim, um, the Islamic um, architecture and everything like that. Um, it's a World Heritage Site, actually. So the main thing I do after school is uh, fencing. I started fencing about three years ago, and I really loved it ever since. Um, in Spain, I was part of an after-school soccer team for a few months because how can you live in Spain and um, not play soccer? I mean, like, it's part of really their culture over there or over here, I should say. Um, it's a religion. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, so I've currently memorized about a third of the Quran, and um, my goal is to finish memorizing the whole Quran in about two years. Mashallah. So... Yeah, hopefully, um, I just need to keep working on this. So about six weeks ago, we went into like a complete aggressive lockdown in Spain. And um, obviously, you know what that means. We literally like we can't leave the house or anything like that. And um, so that's the time really when I um, started to really work harder on my blog. And um, I got many posts up on there. Uh, that was also um, the um, beginning of the... Um, my uh, kids Juma. So I feel like at the beginning of the lockdown, um, all the kids and like teens, they thought like, yeah, you know, this is a great town. We can play video games all day and watch TV. But um, I feel like, first of all, that gets old after a while. It gets really, really old um, really quick. And um, the second, I feel like this is a time that you can uh, work on yourself and do something that before you didn't have much time to do. So um, something that I did that I don't think many people know uh, is I actually started to develop a superhero character called Lingo Boy. So um, long story short, he's just a superhero that can um, speak every language. 
I first had the idea of like developing this character when I wrote. Oh. Yeah, I first had this idea um, of developing the character when I uh, wrote an essay about him uh, for school. But um, so I just kept him in the back of my mind the whole time. And now is a really good time to develop him and um, stuff like that. So he also has an Instagram uh where i like really posted development of him i love that lingo boy has an instagram um, yeah oh my gosh that is so cool yeah i try to post like once every day or something um just try to show how he how i developed him so i'm using this time obviously just to develop him and um just because i really want to um get a comic really a comic a graphic novel published about him um so I'm working on that right now. So I think this is a um, time right now to really let your creativity run wild and really focus on something that you're interested in, um, something that you didn't have time to do before. Also for the parents out there, um, you know, I feel like you just have to support your kids. If they um, have an idea or something like for an idea for something they want to do, um you need to i feel like support them in it because they won't be able to accomplish too much without the support of um their parents well that's out of the mouth of babes i really appreciate that when isa you're talking about kids having an idea and parents supporting it can you tell us how that relates to the kid khutbah because you know we're all seeing awesome kid but everybody knows my obsession with awesome kids is they must have awesome moms so tell me you know when you had this idea of kid khutbahs or if it was your idea and then who and how did you get it out there into our homes so it first started off um since obviously we can't go to Juma right now um so we were just going to do it like a khutbah at the house like not even show it to anyone just like for our family. Um, but then uh, my mom, I think, had the idea that we can like post it um, on YouTube and Facebook or whatever we're posting it on, like Instagram. So um, we started to, we, we had the idea to do it. Um, and really for kids, because um, kids like to listen to other kids do it. Um, kids like to listen to other kids. So uh, we decided to do a kid joma. Um, uh, every Friday and um, I really wanted to choose I wanted to make sure that the topics that I chose was really relevant to what was going on so that um, whenever they listen to it it really helps them out like right away and you guys do a really good job because it's like 15 minutes which is like exactly the attention span that my children have. Yeah. Because, you yeah. know, when grownups give khutbahs, my kids are like really fighting to keep their wudu because they fall asleep. But with you, it's like no problem. They start with wudu, they end with wudu, they can go straight and yeah. pray. It's amazing. Um, we always tried to keep the, uh, I try to keep it a bit shorter and not too long just so that. Because you understand what um, kids are actually interested in right now. So what are the, you, you're talking about some of the topics that are relevant um, for kids right now, kind of getting them through this quarantine time. And obviously with you being in Spain, you guys are probably a little bit more locked down than we are here at the States. So what are, what are, what are the, some of the things that you are concerned about um, right now dealing with this quarantine? Uh, my main concerns for this are, uh, this becoming more um more intense maybe so what i mean by that is like if people don't follow the guidelines um that are being given right now uh this 
could this situation could um, become more uh, intense and more people could become infected. So um, this would last for longer. So I feel like everyone just has to um, try to keep themselves uh, busy at home, you know, do something, uh, like I said, working on something that you didn't have time to do before. Um, Isa, tell us what your experience, like what the what week in the life of a kiddo living in Spain right now looks like. For me specifically, I uh, try to pick kind of three goals that I want to accomplish every day. They don't have to be anything big, but just um, some three goals that I want to accomplish. And um, once I complete those goals, uh, I do, you know, whatever I want the rest of the day. Um and I also try to um, go out to our patio uh, once every day just to try to get some fresh air because uh, we have a patio in the back of our house. Um, so the goals that I do every day, they can really be anything. Um, sometimes it's starting my new, a new blog post or sometimes it's, uh, I don't know, writing my chutzpah or um, whatever it may be. Uh, I try to complete three goals a day just so that I'm not at home doing really nothing of use. Well, he's just making me feel bad about not cleaning out my closets right now. <laughs> no, I was like, I am going to take a page out of Isa's book, write down my three goals for today and be productive. Like that's definitely really, really awesome advice. And um, I think a lot of people, a lot of adults could learn from you, Isa, to be honest with you, perhaps you should um, start your good buzz for adults. Cause quite frankly, I would listen um, every Friday. Um, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to ask you specifically with Ramadan yep. coming up, obviously it's going to be a little bit different than what we have experienced in the past. Yep. Right. So, how ha how one are you as a family um, trying to prepare for that, and how are you specifically trying to prepare um, for Ramadan coming up at the end of this week? Yeah, so um, a few things that we're trying to do is um, first, I'm trying to get my uh, chutzpah a bit more established because um, the latest chutzpah that I did was about um, how we can prepare for Ramadan. And um, I just gave a few tips on like good ways that you can prepare for Ramadan, especially during this time. Also, what we're doing is we're just making like uh, little decorations at home uh, with whatever we have and just trying to uh, get excited um, for this Ramadan, even though it will be different. Uh, but you can still make good out of it. So Isa, for people who don't know you, I'm going to take us kind of back to the lockdown question. Are you comfortable talking about what happened to your family as a result of the lockdown? You know, it would be really moving to tell people about what, what real, what real problems are. Before the lockdown started, my dad went on a business trip to uh, the U.S., to Boston, and it was only supposed to be like, I think like three weeks or something like that. Uh, but actually, literally, maybe like a few, a few days, maybe even a week after he um, left, the borders closed and um, he wasn't actually able to come back. He, I think he's going to try to look for flights next week, but currently like he's not over here and he was supposed to come back like I think around a month ago. Um, I miss him, obviously, but the thing is, um, I'm happy that everyone is, like, safe. Um, we all need to just stay safe, and um, he will come back eventually, obviously. That's a really good perspective. And the fact that, you know, your lockdown is so serious, your family is separated, you can go out to the patio, but you're not allowed on the street. 
Like you can't go walking, you can't go playing within six feet of your friends because y'all will get arrested, right? Yeah. Like that's what a lockdown looks like. Your mom can't leave you guys at home and go get groceries. So your wonderful neighbors are bringing groceries to you guys. Like, I think if that doesn't speak resilience, I I don't know what else does. So when people are storming our um, state governments and saying, open up, open up, it's like, dude, you ain't got a bed. Relax. This 14-year-old kid is making the best of times. See, I thought the chutbahs came because you missed your dad. And you wanted to kind of replace that Juma experience with your dad by doing it yourself. That's what I thought. Yeah, we um, didn't start it on that, like, idea. But um, I obviously shared um, what happened in one of my khutbahs. Um, and, yeah, right now, like, on the streets, if you go on the streets, there are police uh, just kind of patrolling every once in a while. So um, they'll tell you to uh, go back into your house. And they could, they're obviously going to find you. Um, because if you go on the streets, they will find you. Um, and if you have to go for groceries, for example, uh, they actually like want to see, like they want to make sure they're asking you like, which grocery store are you going to? You need to say like the exact location. Um, and then when you're coming back, they, you need, they need to like check your uh, receipt and everything like that. That's pretty intense. But as an American living overseas right now, like how does that actually make you feel? Well, um, for me personally, I'm current, like, we don't go out, so, um, I haven't experienced anything like that, but, um, I went out once to take out the trash and I saw like a police at the end of the street and, um, I wanted to quickly get in just so that like no problems start or anything like that. So Isa, mashallah, you're already so accomplished. Like, I think when I went to your website, it says blogger, fencer, and a couple of other cool things, but you're also um, I think a food critic, you are on your way to hips, memorizing the Quran, inshallah. So I don't know what other goals you could possibly have, but apparently you come up with three daily goals. What do you want to accomplish during this Ramadan in quarantine? Um, so during this Ramadan, I feel like the most important thing that I want to accomplish is um, memorize a lot more of the Quran. I think that during this time, um, with being at home like for the whole day and um i think that i could memorize a lot more of the quran and speed up my uh, memorization uh i also want to get out um keep getting out better khutbahs so um every week i can make my khutbah a bit better and um another thing that i want to accomplish during this ramadan is um not necessarily related to ramadan itself but um obviously i talked about my lingo boy character um, the superhero that I developed. I'm I'm actually right now I'm starting to um, develop a um, an outline for a story that I'm going to make about him for a graphic novel that I'm going to make about him. So I started the outline already and I want to see if I can get that outline done uh, by the end of Ramadan. Try to work on that right now. There's a John Travolta movie where I think he, I think maybe he gets electrocuted or something. Your mom might remember. I don't, Zeba, tell me if you remember the movie, but he gets electrocuted and he can just go to the library and touch the spines of books. And he touches all the language books to learn all the languages. And so when I was a little kid and I saw that, I was like, I wish I could learn by osmosis, like learn all the languages just by doing that. So yeah, I was your lingo girl. (laughs) You're going to need a sidekick. Apparently, uh, um, Auntie Uthma is going to be your sidekick. 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> I would love to be your lingo girl. And I can't wait for this graphic novel. That's like my dream to learn every language in the world. That's awesome. What are your usual um, activities that you love doing in Ramadan, Isa? Like if this was a Ramadan back home, say in Boston, what would you guys usually do? So I have a few things. Um, one, we lived really close to a masjid, like to a, we lived really close to a mosque, um, literally like two minutes walking. So um, what we always used to do is we used to make food um, for iftar and we used to bring it over there. And for some reason, that was just really fun to do. Um, I think the favorite thing um, to make during uh, iftar are, um, you know, the little samosas, the um, triangles, because for some reason, I don't know what's so fun about it, but just something about it. Um, I like putting in the meat and then uh, folding it. It's kind of like a little craft or something like that. Um, another thing that I also really like is um, going to um, Tarawih with my dad. So um, last year, I went to Tarawih every single day. Um, and I also used to see my friends over there. And it was really nice. Yeah. So so Isa, like I actually, the one thing I dislike the most about Ramadan prep is making the samosa triangle. So I wish you lived closer, then you could just help me with that because that's the one thing I do not like doing. Um, so Uzma <laughs> actually alluded to this a little bit earlier on your website that you're also a blogger. So what are the types of things, what are, what are the things that you actually um, enjoy writing about? Um, I would say before quarantine and after quarantine or perhaps it's all the same okay yeah so about my blog i usually just uh document uh kind of my life so like whenever i uh do something that's kind of fun like i don't know i travel somewhere or something like that i like to write a blog post about it um recently i've written two blog posts um one about the development of lingo boy and one about um my views of uh, the quarantine in Spain, like a like a uh, team living during the quarantine in Spain. I just, whenever I travel, I feel like um, I write about uh, the, my favorite place that I went, for example, like when I went to um, uh, London, for example, I wrote about um, the, when I went to King's Cross Station, you know, they have like a little Harry Potter thing that you can take a picture next to. So I thought that was really cool. So I just wrote about it. And um, I wrote my whole experience there. So. You already won my heart because I am a Harry Potter fan and I'm a Gryffindor. What are you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Gryffindor as well. <laughs> yes, Gryffindor's in the house. Love it. I'm Slytherin. I don't know what that says. Oh my goodness. That's actually terrible. <laughs> You're a Slytherin? I'm a Slytherin. I'm a Slytherin and my daughter is Gryffindor. Oh, well, that's okay because Severus Snape is a Slytherin and we love Severus. So what we're going to do is share your uh, Lingo Boy uh, Instagram because I am super excited to see where he goes or what kind of adventures he's going to go on. Thank you so much um, for giving us all the tips. Uh, do you have any last words for moms um, right now, what we should know for our children um, during Ramadan? I think that the main thing that helped me, um, especially, is um, during the morning um, when I uh, wake up for Sahur to have um, food, it's, I'm like actually so tired. So I think that the main thing is just to have food ready and um, oh my. Okay. prepare some food like that. Have it ready so you can just sit down and eat. I am going to take that advice to heart. Okay. I definitely appreciate it. Great advice. Thank you so much, Isa. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much for doing this with us today and happy early Ramadan. Thank you so much. Thank you.
for having me on. All right. Assalamualaikum, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Momming Well Muslim. Assalamualaikum. Thanks again for joining Zeba and Uzma on Momming Well Muslim today. Please email us your thoughts or questions and follow us on Facebook and Instagram because this podcast was designed to cater your needs. Make sure you check out the show notes to find the links and resources for this episode. And remember to help a mama out and leave a review of the show as well as to like it on your podcast app of choice because that helps us grow. Tune in next week for another episode of Mommy Wall Muslim. Assalamu alaikum, everyone.